thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists with me, Diana O'Carroll. This week we have a drinking problem. Hi, I'm Simon from Hiroshima in Japan. question is in two parts. If I'm walking through the desert and I'm slowly becoming dehydrated and I come across a case of wine, uh, obviously with screw caps, and I uh, start drinking it, will it accelerate my dehydration or will it enable me to survive? And would the lower or higher levels of alcohol make a great difference to the situation? Secondly, if the alcohol in wine is potentially harmful to me in a dehydrated state, could I pour it into a bowl and let the alcohol evaporate? And if so, how long would it take to evaporate and reach drinkable levels? We're told that drinking alcoholic beverages can have a dehydrating effect. If there's no other liquid about, then what should you do? Hello, my name's Sue Beitch and I'm a lecturer in nutrition and public health at the University of Bristol, where I look at research into the links between diet and health. I'm very interested in the question, um, if you were lost in the desert and you came across some wine in screw cap bottles, would it be better to drink it or would it make you more dehydrated? Presumably by then you'd actually be pretty, pretty thirsty. So your drive would be to try and drink what, whatever you could. But actually that would be the wrong thing to do. Any alcoholic drink over about 10% alcohol strength will actually be a net dehydrator, which means it will cause you to pass out more water in your urine than it actually gives you. So, for example, for a 125ml glass of wine, you'd actually end up passing out 150ml of fluid. So it would be a net loss of about 25ml of fluid. So it definitely wouldn't be a good thing to do to drink that. With beer, if you're drinking full-strength beer, 5% alcohol, you'll lose about half the water, but the other half will contribute to your daily water intake. So any drink containing more than 10% alcohol will make you more shriveled and dried out, so it's better not to drink it. That means the only type of wine you should be drinking in the desert is the really cheap stuff that comes in a plastic bottle. But alcohol does evaporate quite quickly, so there may be a way of reducing the percentage. Okay, well, my name's Neil McFarlane. I'm a senior lecturer in the Faculty of Biomedical Life Sciences at Glasgow University. Now, the common belief that taking alcohol will lead to dehydration is pretty well supported in the scientific research. The reason for this dehydration effect is that when the blood alcohol level rises, it stops the release of a hormone called antidiuretic hormone. And as the name suggests, this hormone normally prevents urine production, so when you lower its levels, that leads to an increase in the amount of urine you produce, and consequently you can get dehydrated. However, the exact amount of alcohol that causes increased urine production can vary from person to person, but it's safe to say that if you drink a lot, that will always cause a problem. But by being a scientist, I know that there's actually some use and some value in that when we're found. I know that alcohols are more volatile than water and that ethanol boils at only 78 degrees C compared to 100 degrees C for water. So perhaps there's some salvation there. I could open the bottle of wine in the shade, even in the shade from my own body, 
uh, and I should be able to remove the alcohol from the wine by letting it evaporate. If you're into cooking and you pour some wine into a frying pan, then the alcohol disappears almost instantaneously. If you're out in the desert, you know, in the sun, the temperatures could be over 100 degrees centigrade. So if it's anywhere, you know, above 80, 90 degrees, you open the bottle, the alcohol will evaporate off within 30, 40 minutes. This would leave a liquid to hydrate and provide energy for myself. And given that situation, perhaps I could take myself to have a few glugs of the bottle just when it opens, just to get a party going. There we go then. If you're partying in the desert, you might want to drink up quickly. Here's another tough environment where we'll be needing some survival techniques for next week. Hi, this is Paul calling in from Hong Kong. I tend to drive with all the windows closed and the recirculation function engaged. This way I keep out the diesel fumes and dust. The flip side is I'm breathing in recirculated and progressively stale air. So my question is, if the car were a perfectly sealed container... How big would it have to be for me to survive in it for a day? I'm trying to figure out how long I can drive in a compact car without running the risk of passing out. And after airing that one, I'll be doing some tele-zapping to find the answer to this. Hello there, my name is Clive Wilkins. I'm from Sutton Coalfield. I have a question. My dad always used to unplug the TV when lightning was nearby. Was this the right thing to do? Uh, Excuse the pun, what is the current advice? Thank you. How long can you survive in a sealed box with a broken TV? Check out our forum for some discussion on these questions and more at thenakedscientist.com forward slash forum. You can also send you questions and answers to me at questionoftheweek at thenakedscientists.com. Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the EPSRC, the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.